Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Hey, this is the national treasure, Nick Aldis, and you're listening to the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. It's the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. With the Enforcer. I believe they're called Enforcers, Gordon. I sell women's shoes. And the Stallion. Stallion, baby! I am not what you would call a handsome man. I'll kick you in the nuts and you'll smile at me and like it. All night! Hello and welcome back to another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. He is your host, he's a stallion, I'm the Enforcer. We are coming to you live, on location, with another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. I'll say it again, All Night Long Wrestling wrestling podcast as nick aldis would say joe welcome to yet another week of hell here at the show thanks for having me mike it's uh burning hot over here in the seventh <laughs> circle of hell holding on by a thread buddy listen um big week in the professional wrestling world the, um, i think the the biggest news story out of the entire week is the unbelievable wardrobe that wwe nxt has released joe out of the 30 shirts that were dropped this week how many did you buy 29 who's the lucky one that got uh cut arturo ruas he just, it's huas screw that man he needs to have a name that people can pronounce okay none of this jauji bullcrap all right none of this huas just you know what change your last name to jones all right arturo <laughs> jones can we do that I'll, sounds, buy, I'll buy your shirt then if he does sounds wildly racially infused what does that mean? Yeah. I don't know, just, you know, you have strong opinions on Arturo Huas, who unfortunately sucks. Uh, as we, <laughs> you want to, say, um, you know what, Joe? You do you want to do the open? What open? I feel like I'm I'm stepping on your toes we here. Start talking about the. Oh, you mean I shouldn't be talking during the first two minutes of the show? I'll lay out. That's fine. No, no, I just feel like you're very negative towards Arturo Huas, uh, who coincidentally I bought you a meet and greet to tomorrow. Meet tomorrow, so it's gonna be awkward for everybody, Joe. I can't wait. Um. I'm actually going to be watching Evolve 135 as we record our show, very professionally. So it is, uh, right now we're recording on Friday night, September 20th. Uh, Evolve 135 is going on right now on uh, Club WWN. So I'm going to be putting that in a little corner over here, doing a little gimmick there. 
And uh, tomorrow night, we'll be going to Evolve 136 and Shine at La Boom, the home of Evolve, uh, the WWN in Queens, New York. So we're looking forward to that show. Um, that's, uh, I mean, when you're talking about a stacked show, you're not going to find more talent, I think, than on this show tomorrow. Um, you have the Evolve crew. You have uh, the Kurt Stallion, who joined us last week on the show. So go back, watch our show, listen to last week's show, but don't do it if you are in the room with kids. Right, Joe? Yeah, there was some foul language on that episode, so we want to just put that out there. Any young, any young people out there, just, you know, there's some inappropriate or, you know, harsh words, so. Lots of penis talk last week, so let's, uh... Let's just not, you know, but no, it was, it was a great episode last week. I really appreciate Kurt Stein coming on. And as of right now, I'm happy to have you know, Joe, uh, Kurt Stallion won his match in the Evolution's Edge tournament. So he's going to be competing against the winner of the other tournament uh, tomorrow night. I'm sorry, for, not tournament, a uh, four-way match. So, and the winner of those, ma- the winner of that match tomorrow night, I heard, gets a shot at Cassius Ono later on this fall or this winter. So I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully it's our other buddy, Retro AG, Anthony Green, who has had a turn, uh, a change of heart, if you will. And he's joined on with your favorite, Brandy Lauren. Everybody's favorite, Brandy Lauren. Definitely, yeah. Who does not like Brandy Lauren, I guess, is the the question. Most of the Shine roster does not like Brandy Lauren. I meant non-kayfabe. Oh, you meant like shoot, real life yeah. shoot. You know, can I, can I, I know it's, uh, I'm, I, can I say something? It's going to sound kind of bad. I mean, it's your show. So yeah, feel free. What does that mean? It's my show. It's your show. It's I'm saying. You could say whatever you want. There's no restrictions here. Um, Joe, who was the uh, athlete that you met, um, at the last shine show? The athlete? Who made fun of you for being poor? Maddie Max, I believe her name was. Maddie Max. Maddie Max, um, the thing is, her gimmick is, uh, I mean, she's, Maddie Max is rich, right? She's rich and famous, and she's better than you because you're poor. That's what I got out of that? Yeah, I think more or less. Well, Joe, Maddie Max says she hails from Hampton Bays, New York, right? Yes, Mike. Unfortunately for Maddie Max, Hampton Bays is the ghetto, Joe. There's shootings robberies, muggings in Hampton Bays. That's the last Hamptons you want to be from. Maddie Max, you need to move, okay? You can't have this gimmick. That'd be like Million Dollar Man being from Compton. Be better. That's all I got to say about Maddie Max. It's a hot take to start this week's show. Yeah, that was an unexpected hot take. I think you should tweet her that, or at least maybe tweet her this this show episode and let her know that at the whatever minute mark that we just cross that you had a message for her that she needs to pay attention to good maybe then she could tell us she'll charge us uh, 75 dollars to come on the podcast there's another hot take i'm full of them tonight joe that was not her she did not do that no i know she didn't do that i'm not i'm not there are others maddie max okay. there are other people maybe but not not maddie max can i can i go on a quick tangent about that without saying a name is that bad like i said there's there's no restrictions here man you can do whatever you like we have had several guests on the show, right? Several like, sounds good, yeah. 30, I mean, f- top to bottom, Nick Aldis, Eric Bischoff, Keith Lee, Kimberly, Kurt Stallion, Retro AG, all people that are, you know, 
tiers of people, but some people that are like legitimately legendary people. Gary Mike Capetta, not one of them has <laughs> actually what <laughs> not one of them has uh, forced us to pay in excess of one hundred dollars for uh, for a podcast interview. So I think it just dude, it's a crazy world out there, man. I think people are seriously overvaluing themselves. That's all I want to say. I don't. I'm not going to throw names around. But uh, it's, it's a, speaking of, uh, you know what, Joe? You know what you should do? You should charge Evolve to go to their show tomorrow. I should charge Evolve? Yeah. So that I could go to their show? Yeah. You want them to pay me so that they can give me a ticket to sit and watch the show. Is that what you're saying? That's kind of what, um, you know, what we were told recently is the going rate for things. So, Listen, I mean, we could try. I don't think it's going to work out very well for me, but we can try it. That's true. Well, if you are watching, actually, if you're not, if you're watching the show tomorrow night on WWN Live, you're going to do that for nine ninety nine because it's a very, very good investment. However, if you're going to be at Evolve one thirty six, or if you're teetering that edge of should I go, shouldn't I go? The main event is Walter versus Cassius Ono. That sells itself. What, what what's with the what was with the look? It's a co-main event. A, it's co-main event, I believe. I think that, according to the thing, that goes on last, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong, too. So, um, sorry, the co-main event, one is Walter versus Cassius Ono. The other is all-day Austin Theory, the newly signed NXT talent, defending his evolved title against friend of the show, Josh Briggs, which should be an absolutely awesome match. Um, but if, you, if you're not sure if you want to go, you want you want a little discount? We got a surprise for you. Go to WWN Live, order your tickets for the show, and use promo code TAPOUT. That's 10% off your entire purchase, whether it be general admission, first, second, third row, whatever it is, code TAPOUT, and you get 10% off. So go to Evolve tomorrow night and uh, hang out with us. We'll be there. Buy the stallion a beer. That's what you got to do, too. Well, you're just saying that because you know I don't drink and you're going to get any beers that people buy me, right? Is that... I mean, I'm you're far. Here's what I the way I look shooting, at it. You're far more shooting with this. You're, yeah, you're far more likable than I am. That's not true. So people probably like you more. If I said buy me a beer, they wouldn't buy me a beer. They're like, who's this fat schmuck? And like, I want to buy one for the stallion. The stallion will take the beer, give it to the enforcer. That's why we're a good team. People will buy you beer without prodding. I think that's the important piece. People, if you ask people to buy me a beer, then people will. I think people would then at least consider it. They would probably look at me and be like, listen, is this, do I really want to buy this guy a beer? Like, I don't know what kind of guy he is, but maybe he needs a beer. And You know what I mean? But if they see you, they'd be like, oh, I got to buy this guy a beer. He's a cool guy. He's got a lot of muscles, tattoos, <laughs> cool hair. Like, I don't know. But I don't... if the stallion walks in, he's like, he looks like he's disheveled. Um, you know, came in off the street, ate a couple of packets of, uh, of Equal for dinner, <laughs> and... Uh, Maybe we need to buy this guy an alcoholic beverage, and then he passes out behind the bar for you know, most of the night. So, it's... But yeah, I mean, if anyone wants to buy me a beer, feel free. I appreciate it. That's, I'm not going to say no. I can't wait till we show up and people are like, oh, whose creepy dads are these, right? It's like, that's where we are in life. Yeah, I could literally be the, creepy uncle, dad. the uncle of half the Shine roster at this point. That's, that's where it's at. So. Uh, that's you know we have just buried ourselves and other people for the first 10 minutes of the show i'm gonna bring them some snacks maybe like some orange slices you know i think people used to do when they need some energy uh you know 
some uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, maybe. Watercress. Well, we have seriously, uh, we've fallen off the rails here on uh, this uh, September 20th edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. But if you, no, it's no growth rails. Listen, the big news this week that everybody's talking about is the debut of NXT on USA. Um, I was not aware that the first hour was going to be on USA and the second hour was going to be on the WWE Network, so that was different to me. Joe, really quick, just I guess going into the show, what were your expectations? Um, well, I think given the card and the matches they had put together um, you know, leading up to it, I think that they were looking to make it not necessarily takeover level, uh, quality, but they put some pretty significant matches on the show, right? So um, they had the Velveteen Dream versus Roderick Strong. North American title match was on there. Uh, the four-way match for the number one contender spot for the women. Uh, and Riddle versus Killian Dane, right? So there was a lot that they had advertised, and that was over, of course, over the course of two hours. Um, they obviously had other things in there as well. So I thought that they, I had pretty high expectations. I mean, the crowd was was. Of course, very into it, being that it was a live episode on the USA Network. Um, you know, this week and next week, they're only going to be on for one hour on USA, and then the rest is on the network. And then, of course, when they get to October, head to head with AEW, they go for the full two hours on USA. So, is that because of suits? Yes, it's because of suits. They have obligations to suits. So, that's basically, um, I guess, my expectation for it. Uh, I do have some viewership numbers here. If you're interested in those, I can I can give you those and compare them to Raw and SmackDown. But we don't have to talk about that if you don't want to. Like I said, it's really up to you. It's our show. Uh, you know what? It's the people's show. You know whose show it is? It's Zachary Shiloh's show. That's, that's, that's true, yeah. That's true. Shout out to Zachary Shiloh for being um, like the biggest supporter of the show and just an overall good dude. Um, yeah, give me the viewership for the USA portion. So the uh, the USA portion drew about 1.2 million viewers for that hour on Wednesday night. Um, I don't know what their expectations were going into it, but I can give you what the viewership was for both Raw and SmackDown by comparison, if you're interested. I would love to hear that. So that the average viewership of Raw was 2.27 million. Um, so about an extra million for Raw. And then SmackDown was about 2.064 million. So a little bit less than Raw, but um, about maybe 800,000 more viewers than NXT. So that was, of course, all those shows are right, currently right now, all those shows are on USA. So it's all USA to USA to USA. Um, Fox, of course, comes to the picture on, uh, I think that's the 4th of October, if I'm not not wrong about that so so that's what it was i guess nxt did like a lot around half a little bit more than half of the viewership of what raw and smackdown did this week i mean you have to look right north of a million to me that, that that's a pretty good number for nxt i think it is i think it is too uh, i think the other thing it, it's going to the thing that's going to be interesting is how many viewers they do not only when they go to two hours, but when they're going up against AEW, right? So there's 1.2 million viewers that watched last Wednesday. How many of those are going to stick around? And then how many of those are going to switch over to AEW? Or You know what I mean? Like, So is it going to be a situation where they both do like 500,000? Or are there going to be even more wrestling fans 
that are watching those nights. You know, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, in a couple weeks when they do go head-to-head for the full two hours who does what viewership steadily. You could tell they hot-shotted this. Um, they wanted to get it out a couple weeks before AEW because that, or else like the whole, I feel like the suits thing wouldn't be an issue. This was a quick gut check um, decision. And listen, I one anything north of a million to me has got to be, got to be a win for them. So kudos for them. Um, I'd be interested to see how many people checked out NXT on the network afterwards, because I don't know if you tried. I, I know I was talking to uh, our buddy Brian about it. Uh, NXT was down and the WWE network was down for about a half hour. So I started watching our Goldfinger. That's a true story. Goldfinger was on uh, Pluto TV. It's a 007 movie. And actually Pluto TV has a has a 007 channel. So oh. I just watch a bunch of them. I thought maybe it was um, like, I thought maybe it was like a Goldberg special on the network that you turned in and I, I didn't know if that was related. Where when Goldberg uses his finger to f- Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just wanted I just wasn't sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure, but no. So yeah, I, I did hear that. Um, I did not switch over to the network right after because um, I was watching on a delay. So I ended up watching the following day on the network on Thursday for the second hour, which was which was also good. So I don't know. It's it's cool, I guess, that they have the ability to now, or they're they're going to mix in uh, the NXT UK folks as well as the cruiserweights. Uh, so they had only Lorcan versus Leo Rush on the show this week for a cruiserweight title shot, which is a little strange because Leo Rush hasn't been around a while, and now all of a sudden he gets an opportunity to title shot, but whatever. Um, I mean, I think they can they can make more out of that division, um, you know, on, on a week-in, week-out basis if it's at least filmed in, in full sale, which I know we've been talking about for a while. Uh, I don't know if that is the plan, but I think that's, I think that's where they're going to head towards, so that'll be cool. Um, and yeah, they had you know Walter and Imperium were were there. Pete Dunn was there, so you know they Peter they do have a lot of. I think they have a lot of guys on the roster that they can now um, feature a little bit more than they have that they have two hours a week uh, versus just the one. Yeah, um, some of the things made sense to me. Some of the things didn't make sense. The whole Leo Rush thing kind of felt like. I don't know why. Not that it was a bad match. Um, um, actually, but um, you know, you got to bring this guy back and go right into a title shot. Uh, that's whatever. Roderick Strong winning, I think, was a really good decision. Um, give the undisputed era all the gold. Ah, like gold, man, it's all coming back down to Goldfinger. It's all coming up golden fingers. Um, I loved the build up for Walter. They didn't bring him out right away. They brought out the rest of Imperium, and everybody wanted Walter. When Walter came out, it felt special. It felt different. It was great. Um, big fan of that. The main event was okay. Um, I thought starting off with the women's match did not surprise me. Um, it had probably the – it was like the biggest kind of car crash match. I thought it was a really good. And Candice LeRae winning, Joe, what more could a guy ask for, huh? Yeah, it was, it was a good match. No, I thought it was a good match to open the show. So certainly, it was a good match, and she's a fresh challenger uh, for Shayna Baszler. You know, Mia Yim, Bianca Belair, and Io Shirai have all challenged Shayna in the past. So uh, Candice has not gotten a title shot yet. So this is a you know a good opportunity for her to uh, to get a shot. I think I don't. And I know they said it's going to happen in maybe like two weeks or something like that. I can't remember exactly. But the NXT. Can she lose, Joe? Can she just lose already? That's I feel like you're you're projecting. I don't know. I don't. 
I'm projecting. Go back and look at our predictions for every NXT show. Every time we predicted she was going to lose. And then we started predicting the opposite just to, just to conflap it. It still works. Damn it. Um, what else? Did I, there's a bunch. Of, there was so much on the show. I feel I got to be honest with you. I mean, this might sound harsh. I thought when the show opened, it looked small. Did you feel that way? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm used. I guess I'm just used to watching NXT that way. Um, as far as the weekly show is concerned, I, I, I'm not sure if they have goals of moving outside of full sale for tapings or not. I think I think I heard the rest of the year, at least 2019, they're going to do all the shows at full sale week after week. But uh, if they beyond that, if they start going other places to do TV, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be tough to do. I think if you go live, right? Like where are you going to book? AEW's booking arenas every Wednesday, right? So it's you know I don't know. I, it, it probably makes sense for them to just stay in full sale because if the, as long as the crowd remains hot, um, you know, for each each week. I know sometimes when you watch the tape episodes, there are ones where the crowd is not as into it as maybe other weeks. I'm not sure if that's because of the long taping or yeah, it's not like the fifth show. You know that night, yeah, I yeah, agree. or if it's the same fans over and over, whatever it is, you know, like I, I know that's how it happened with the Impact Zone, right? Like the Impact Zone had a lot of crazy fans for a while, and then it, like after a few years or however many years it was, it got to a point where people were like, "All right, I'm still seeing the same thing over and over again." So, um, yeah, I, I think it looks like the stage is a little different uh, to me, like the with the ramp or something. I don't know what the deal is with that, but uh, you know. Other than that, I thought I thought it was fine. I, I had no. I, I like the NXT product. I like the way that it's laid out. So I don't really have uh, much issue there. What did you think? Top to bottom, I thought it was uh, it was an easy watch. It was a quick watch. Was there any Johnny Gargano? Gargano? Um, I don't think he was on the show. I don't remember seeing him on the show. Um, but I think that they, you know, I think one of the things they're going to do is kind of um you know space guys out when you see them week to week you know you might see a situation where gargano is on every other week or cole or riddle or guys like that i don't think they're gonna feature the same guys week after week after week so hey mike he's back hey joe uh the last thing i said before my internet uh really um mass transited itself um was there any johnny gargano Oh yeah, I just went on a on a rant for like two minutes about that. So, uh, short answer no. Oh, so, so. Short answer no. Okay, that's okay. Good. Um, there was a couple of other. I guess, you know, how do you book it? Like, if you're WWE, are you booking it like these people are seeing NXT for the first time, or are you booking it like it's a uh, you know it's a continuation? Because I didn't think there was enough necessary backstory on a lot of what was going on if you're booking it like these people are checking out the show you know for the first time they're returning it on so i think it's kind of it really depends on who your audience is but as far as a wrestling show top to bottom like i said it was an easy watch the matches were good the matches were strong you got over characters that you know i mean i guess you could tell if they are booking it like you're tuning into next for the full time who they're going to put the rocket behind right it's going to be the undisputed era it's going to be pete dunn it's going to be imperium with walter it's gonna be Velveteen Dream. Like those were, those were the main focus. So let's hope they stay on NXT. And you know, are they gonna to have to pull out more stops going forward when AEW comes on? I'm sure they will. 
But I thought it was interesting that the Dijak and Keith Lee match got such great reviews. They've already booked the rematch for next week on uh, on USA. I think that's a good way to draw in the uh, both the casual viewer and the smart fans. I think that was good booking. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I think that they um, yeah, you got you got to look at some of the stuff that they like they showed. Um, you know, a little bit of the backstory with Strong and Dream, right? They showed a little bit of the backstory with Dane and Riddle. Um, they featured a couple of people. I know they did a little quick thing on Cole, did a little thing on Damian Priest, right? So I think there's some things um, that you can see. like they And then, yeah, you promote stuff for next week. I mean, that's kind of how wrestling is supposed to work, right? It's not, you like, I mean, Raw and SmackDown, you know, I, I don't know if they purposely don't do things like that because they don't, they change their minds uh, or sometimes when they do and then they change the booking like a week, you know, a couple of days later. So it's hard to, uh, you know, get invested. But that's, but that's what it is. Like, okay, well, this week you saw these matches. Now next week you're going to see these matches and who's, who's going to be on the show and some things you know, some things you don't know. Um, you can do the quick squashes like they did with Cameron Grimes and, and uh, you know, things like that. But Or Sean Maluda. Yeah. Uh, unwanted, bro. Um, that's true. Yeah, so I mean, I, th- I hopefully they do it like that, and they'll show you know some stuff about guys. That you're, hey, next week you're gonna see you know um, you know Keith Lee, and here's some highlights of Keith Lee, and then you know the following week you're gonna see uh, Pete Dunne, and here's highlights on Pete Dunne, like whatever it is. You know, I mean, that's that's what I think you you know you do because uh, back you know years and years ago when they used to do superstars and stuff like that, it was all squash matches and it's like, Oh, I'm going to watch a million dollar man beat somebody, but it's okay because it's the million dollar man. It's only going to be five minutes, you know? Like, so I don't know. We'll see how, how they go with it. Uh, like you said, when AEW starts, if they're putting on like big time matches, like in every, you know, half hour, then NXT might be, not be able to get away with, uh, you know, short squash matches for guys that are cruiserweights or whatever. Um, but I, so I'm sure the shows are going to have to react to each other, you know, once they kind of get into a groove of what's going to be happening week after week and, and how the ratings look. Uh, I'll be watching. Joe, let me ask you this. Two weeks from now, when NXT goes head-to-head with AW, which one are you watching live? Um, you know, I think for the first week, I'm going to do the the old-school uh, flip-back-and-forth deal like I used to with Raw and Nitro. Um, again, it depends on... What what's going to be on NXT that week, right? So I don't know what when NXT all the matches are going to be on NXT for that week of. That's Candice for Shayna. That's the only thing I know now. Yeah, so I mean, I know um, AEW has a bunch of things on their first show. They have the women's title, I think that's on the line. They have um, MJF is wrestling on that show. Um, I think there's some there's a couple of tag matches I want to say maybe part of the Omega tournament. and the Bucks versus uh, Jericho and the opponents and a mystery team yeah so they have a few things already that they've lined up um, so um, I think maybe Cody versus Sammy Guevara is that true too yep. um, so they have some things that they've lined up for their two hours I think once I find out what's on NXT as well that'll that'll dictate maybe where I spend more of my time so but I, I think I think the curiosity will be there for people for AEW because it's gonna be their first TV show ever right NXT has had TV shows just the first time it was on USA, but it's the same look and feel of it. AEW is going to be completely new. So I, th- I think that's going to spark a little bit more curiosity um, for me. But I mean, it does for me too. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, they got, there's a lot, they got a lot to, to live up to. They got to hit a home run with that show. If that show stinks or there's bad stuff on it for AEW, they're going to be in, they gotta, they're going to be in a hole early because people who like wrestling and stuff, you know, the, the hardcore fans are going to go and watch NXT then if they get stuff like, you know, Dijak and Keith Lee and, you know, um, whatever other stuff that they're offering, you know, Undisputed Era tag match or whatever it is, you know, there's, there's plenty of other stuff that they can counter with that I'm sure hardcore fans are like, oh, I'm going to go watch this instead because I don't want to watch, you know, 
Sammy Guevara or Kip Sabian or whatever. Whoa, why are you knocking Kip Sabian? I just first one came to mind. So, is this a Penelope Ford thing? I, I mean, I don't want to say that directly. I'm just saying, I just so happened. Let it out. I don't know. So I, 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 I brought it, that, that, that came up. I mean, you saw the picture of Tori Wilson's husband. So, I, listen, I'm, we're just <laughs> a couple of guys wondering how to get by, right? But, uh, no, I really echo all of your sentiments. And I think uh, maybe I didn't even realize that, you know, they announced those matches for the future. That is not something they've done recently. They, of course, they did it with NXT tapings, but that's because they had them all in the can, right? And they couldn't actually they couldn't change the booking if you already have the show booked whereas on raw and smackdown if the stories are true vince has literally rewrote shows smackdowns the morning of so i I think uh triple h runs a a different ship i love the fact that he had to be the first thing you saw when you turned on that channel though wasn't it great (laughs) of course um yeah here we go don't forget it's a triple station so the they met they they announced the matches for AEW are Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara, Riho versus Nala Rose for the women's title, Kenny Omega and the Bucks versus Jericho and the Mystery Partners, uh, appearance by John Moxley and MJF versus Brandon Cutler. That's what's announced so far for their first show. So I mean that's you know that's five segments basically at least or at least five you know different things that are going to be happening, um, and they have some for the following week. The following week is in Boston, I believe. Yeah, Boston. Yep. So they have John Moxley versus Sean Spears, and they have the Young Bucks versus Private Party. That's already announced for that week. So they're you know they they're putting stuff out there, whether that's to sell tickets or to you know, garner viewership, whatever it is. Um, you know the the sixteenth. Those it, are fresh matchups, though. Sorry to cut you off. They're fresh matchups, and they're interesting. You know that's something. I, those are matchups I would tune in for. Yeah, I mean you know the the, the, the following week. I'm not going to keep going because they have a lot of shows, but they have they're going to have the first defense of the AEW title is going to be on that show. Um, Lucha Brothers versus the Jurassic Express and Best Friends versus SCU. That's on the six, that's on the 16th in Philly. So they have stuff that they're putting out there, um, you know, that, that you can watch and the tag titles will, you know, uh, cont- that tournament will continue to progress. So it's, you know, they're going about it that way, I guess, to maybe advertise to sell tickets in those arenas and to get people to watch the show. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, it gives people a reason to watch a show, but it also, it gives them something to... I look forward to, you know, and it gives them, I think, uh, I think continuity in AEW is going to be paramount as uh, in comparison to WWE, especially if they're going to be doing like the win loss record and stuff on the walkout. I'm, I'm a big fan of that stuff. It's very old school WCW NWA style. So, you know, I'll be, uh, I'll, we'll be watching, we'll be talking about it. And, uh, I, I'm cautiously optimistic that NXT is going to stay true to form based on the first week's show. Um, I guess that kind of remains to be seen. But, uh, you know, we have it's only week one. So we, you have a small slice of what you could judge it on. And, you know, there's no, there was nothing wrong with that show. I did like the new setup of the announcers. It kind of looked like it made that feel a little more, uh, a little special, a little more different. But, before we get to our match of the week, Joe, I want to know what your match of the week previously was. What did you watch this week when you were like, man, that's uh, that's my match of the week. I don't even know what day it is. Wait, was so it you, Brandon Taggart? You want... <laughs> was it... Yeah. 
You want something from two weeks ago? Is that what you're telling me? You want me to give you a match from two weeks ago? I, I want what you want your favorite match. Your favorite match that you saw this week? I, I don't. I uh, <laughs> I watched War Chamber from MLW. That was pretty cool. Uh, okay. I, I liked that match. Um, I, I mean, I think maybe from a couple weeks ago, uh, there was a Bandito versus Jay Briscoe match from that little ROH loop that they did like maybe two weekends ago, or whatever it was. So. Off the top of my head, that's what I would go with. How about yourself? I was actually going to say the War Chamber. You turned me on to uh, the MLW, and you told me to watch it this week, and I did, and I thought uh, the presentation was awesome. I thought the show was really good. The Von Eric pop that they got in Texas was legendary. I thought it was such a, a feel-good moment. I really enjoyed the MLW show this week. What are you telling the people they have to watch this week, Joe? What's coming up this week that you're looking forward to? Uh, well, tomorrow uh, we're going to the Evolve show, as you mentioned. So I think the first thing that comes to mind as far as what I'm looking forward to is uh, Walter versus Cassius Ono. That's, that's the match that I – they only announced like a week or so ago. Uh, definitely not expected, so I am looking forward to that. I will buy my 30 cents uh, – Cash Sono t-shirt, if he has any with him. 30, 30, 30 cents? Yeah, isn't that how much it costs to make those shirts? Oh, yeah. Nailed it. What a, I, didn't, I didn't know where you were going with that. Brought it, brought it around. Yeah, those. I hope he has the old Chris Hero shirts. Like, do they have it on Pro Wrestling Tees, actually? Um, but no, that's got my... Um, that's uh, I'm all in on that one. I Sitting front row, hearing the impact of the shots in this match is really going to be uh it's going to be something special so i'm looking forward to it and again you can check it out on um you know club wwn wwn live uh also you know what i'll talk about the progress show next week there's just there's a lot there's so much wrestling and i feel like there's so little time however what you can do if you, you watched all your NXT, you watched your Evolve, and, you, and you're clamoring for more, take the Stallion's advice. Look into OTT, over-the-top wrestling. It's Joe's new favorite promotion. You can find that on powerslam.tv. Use our promo code all night long. Again, powerslam.tv, our promo code all night long. What does it get you, Joe? First month free. 30 days, Daddy, for free. Free ninety nine, and then I think afterwards it's like six ninety nine after that, or seven ninety nine after that. Not even, yeah. I think it's like five or six bucks a month um, after that. And there's a lot of content, as you mentioned. Uh, OTT, very, very good up and coming promotion. Um, Jordan Devlin, you can see some action with him. Do, do, do. Sorry, David Starr, um, the recently departed Session Moth Martina, Sesh, Sesh style. Um, but she's got stuff on there that you can watch. Shout out to Session Moth, who gave me a shout out for my birthday a couple weeks ago. Appreciate that. Did she really? Well, I asked her for one, and she did. She obliged, so it worked out pretty well. I really dropped the ball now. She one. told me. She dropped. told me to get drunk. That's what she said. So, dude, we have to hang out with Session Moth Martina. That's gonna be our goal. She's coming to ROH. We only know they're not coming back to New York apparently ever again. But she's going to ROH, so we'll see. We're digressing. Um, <laughs> we are digressing. There's a dude playing a Nintendo Switch wrestling Anthony Green in the middle of the ring right now. So oh, this is 
Well, I'm just listen. The, the Evolve 135 show has been very entertaining. Um, Joe, do you have anything? Any hot takes this week? Any shooting with the stallion? Or are you just ready to end it all? I can. End, I mean, I'm ready. To, always ready to end it all. But I mean, you tell me if you want one. I can, I've got. I do. I want. I want. I want to shoot with the stallion segment because I came out hot with um, you know a couple of hot takes I had, and I feel like I, I want to end the show on another aggressive, angry note. So what do you got? For I'm going to make it very short and to the point. All right, I'm not going to digress. I'm not going to, you know get too wordy with this whole thing all right jordan grace aka trisha parker i think trish parker or something like that i have no idea what the hell her name is this is gonna be good I okay really i don't i don't understand <clears throat> i know she at one time had open dms she no longer has open dms i believe so much so she made a book right or two books of all the craziest things that people would send her specifically probably like creepy dudes on dms all right you know what though she likes to post a lot of pictures of herself in her underwear so I feel like while I don't while I don't agree with creepy dudes sending her stuff, you're kind of bringing it on yourself a little bit, right? Taking pictures with your ass hanging out, maybe your boobs up in front of the camera. I'm just saying, when you do stuff like that, you attract extra attention. So I think you need to take it take it down a notch. Uh, I think you need to keep your name as Jordan Grace, as per Lance Storm and Jim Cornette, and. Um, you know, just just take a chill pill. Stop complaining about about people. All right, just you know, just live in the moment, like Jeff Hardy would say. That's it. I'm done. That's probably gonna get us in trouble. So <laughs> why? Why would that get us in trouble? Follow us everywhere before our account <laughs> gets suspended at All Night Long WP. I'm confused. He's the stallion. I'm the enforcer. I don't know. And we're tapping out.